Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a large metropolitan newspaper. The adventure of the Howling Coyote is rapidly coming to a close. Visiting the ranch of Comanche Joe, wealthy Indian oil man, Superman, as Clark Kent, and Jimmy Olsen, have been in the thick of many accidents, all of which have been preceded by the strange howling of a coyote. In our last episode, we heard how Rawson, the man responsible for all these accidents, was finally cornered and driven into a mountain cave where he prepared to fight for his life. Tumbleweed Jones, Jimmy's close friend, and Comanche Joe both went into the cave to capture Rawson. A gunfight resulted in a cave-in, which blocked up the entrance to the cave and trapped all three men. Seriously wounded, the air within the cave rapidly being used up, things looked very bad for them. Meanwhile, unaware of the danger threatening their friends, Clark Kent and Jimmy had decided to spend another night in town with the doctor who had operated on Jimmy some time before. Listen. Gee, Doc, it sure is swell. Yes? That fire makes it feel warm and cozy in here. Well, have some more popcorn, Jimmy? Oh, gosh, no. I'm going to bust any minute as it is. Uh, Jimmy, I think you'd better go on up to bed. You need your rest. Oh, gee, Mr. Kent. Let me stay up just a little while longer. Well, I'll leave that up to the doctor. Well, just a few minutes longer, Jimmy. Then off it. I'm not even sure I'll be able to sleep tonight. Wondering what that surprise is that Tumbleweed said he'd have for me. Wonder what old Tumbleweed's doing now. <laughs> Probably back at the ranch house kitchen making fudge. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a character. I'll never forget the night that Superman brought him and Jimmy to my door. What'd and... you say, Doc? Superman? I, you, uh, you must have misunderstood me, Jimmy. No, sir, I don't think I did. You said Superman brought Tumbleweed and me to your door. No, oh, I... The heat of that fire's making you sleepy, Jimmy. Yeah. You're beginning to imagine things. Of course. Well, maybe I am. Mr. Kent, why don't you call the ranch house on the telephone and find out if they caught Rawson yet? Oh, it'd be a waste of time, Jimmy. Comanche and Tumbleweed both know we're anxious to learn about Rawson the minute they capture him. I'm sure they'll call us when they do. I guess so. I can't help worrying about Tumbleweed, though. Oh, great heavens. Jimmy, don't you ever talk about anyone else? It's been Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed <laughs> all the time you've been here. Yeah, I'm beginning to get a little jealous. I thought I was Jimmy's hero. Oh, you are, Mr. Kent. <laughs> I mean... Oh, let's forget it. I'm going to be sounding like a sissy. Yes, and besides, I think you've done enough talking for one night. Now, off you go to bed, young man. Okay, Doc. Look, Mr. Kent, yes, Jimmy. I got a funny feeling that maybe everything isn't all right back at that ranch. No, Jimmy. Lawson's a pretty tough guy, Mr. Kent. They ever cornered him. Would you mind telephoning just to kind of be sure that everything's okay? Well, Jimmy, I'll tell you what I'll do. If Comanche or Tumbleweed haven't called us by the time I come up to bed... I'll call them, okay? Okay, Mr. Kent. All right. Good night. Good, Good night, night, Jimmy. Darling. Good night. He's a great youngster, Kent. Yes, he I'll is. be sorry to see him go tomorrow morning. He and that tumbleweed feller certainly have taken a shine to each other. <laughs> What's the uh, surprise tumbleweed's got for us? Why, it's a bow and arrow set, I believe. Oh. Oh, say, that fire is hot, you know. 
I think I'll roll up my sleeves if you don't mind. Not at all. Yeah. Say, that story you told me about the howling of the coyotes, that's pretty interesting. Uh, how do you figure Rawson makes the coyotes howl whenever he wants him to? Well, the nearest I can come to a solution to that, Doc, is that Rawson had somehow managed to train a coyote to howl whenever he... What are you staring at, Doc? Your arm, Captain. My arm? I didn't see it, of course, until you rolled up your sleeves just now. That mark on your forearm. What about it, Doc? Have you given any blood transfusions lately, Kent? Transfusions? That's a silly question, Doc. Of course not. Oh, that mark. No, that mark, you see, I made that with a knife. Mm-hmm. I was whittling a piece of wood and, and slipped with a knife. Oh. It sounded as if you don't believe me. Well, it, uh, it must be coincidence, of course, but the other night when Jimmy was dying and needed a blood transfusion... Blood transfusion? Jimmy dying? Well, this is the first I've heard of that. No. You told me you'd performed an operation and that Jimmy came through it with flying well, colors. Uh, I, I've said too much already, Kent. Well, I, I promised I'd never breathe a word of it to anyone. Oh, Doc, I'm sorry. I don't understand that. I'd, I'd rather change the subject, if you don't mind. Well, now, listen. About uh, Ross and that howling title. Is there a word? Is there a sign from those within the cave? No word. No sign. But my son, Commander Joe, he trapped inside that cave. Two other men with him. If even now they are not dead, there is not much time. Hundreds of tons of rock seal up caves. It takes long time to move them away. How long? The sun must rise and set three times. Too long. But my son shall be saved. Not so. Heart, you see, crippled wolf. When moon was full, not long ago, you warrior came to us. White man call him Jimmy. We call him Laughing Square. Of this I know. Life of Laughing Square is protected by eagle in shape of man. White man call him Superman. We will beg him come and help us. Beg him, save my son, and men with him inside cave. Maybe help, maybe no. I decree it. Call warriors together. Make ready with ceremonial drums. We will call upon eagle in shape of man. We will call upon Superman. It is done. For the three men, Comanche Joe, Tumbleweed, and Rawson, trapped within the cave, it may be too late. Three fatal hours have gone by since the walls caved in. Yet the Indians prepare to call for help on their new god, the eagle in the shape of a man. It doesn't seem possible that Superman can aid his friends. For even now, as Clark Kent, he sits chatting with the doctor in the doctor's home. Killed. Of course, your young friend Jimmy being badly hurt by that horse. Mm-hmm. Rawson must have been behind that, too, of course. Yeah. Oh, well, I imagine Comanche's tribesmen will capture him before long. That'll put an end to the whole rotten business. I hope so. Well, frankly, I'm going to enjoy getting back to Metropolis. I haven't seen Editor White for a long time. To say nothing of the uh, <laughs> young lady you mentioned, Miss Lois Lane. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I'll be happy to see her, too, of course. Oh, I guess. Oh, well, Doctor, it's getting late. I'd better be getting along to bed. Uh, you said the uh, man would be over from the garage to fix those tires in the morning, didn't you? Oh, yes, yes. He'll be here early, and you can get an early start. Good. Well, then, I think I'll be off to bed. 
Oh, I almost forgot. Yes? I promised Jimmy I'd call the ranch house and see if everything's all right. Oh, yes, so you did. There's the phone right there beside you. Oh, yes, thanks. See, I don't know the number. Well, just ask for the ranch house. Operator will get it for you. Oh, good. I'm surprised at Jimmy being so upset about... Uh, hello? Uh, yes, uh, would you get me the ranch house of Comanche Joe, please? Co that's right. Thanks. What's that? Oh, fine. Uh, and she'll call me back if she gets it. Good. Kent, I'm certainly going to miss you. I used to practice in the city, you know, and although I enjoy the life out here, it does get pretty monotonous at times. I imagine so. It's done me a world of good just being able to talk with you. Well, I've enjoyed it tremendously myself. You've been awfully good, Doctor, and I... Well, I can't tell you how I appreciate what you've done for Jimmy. Well, that's my job, Mr. Kent. Uh, hello, listen. Hmm, sounds like drums beating in the hills. I thought I heard them. Well, you recall, Kent, I mentioned that on a quiet night you could hear one tribe sending messages to another tribe by means of the drum language. Yes. Uh, do, you, do you notice anything peculiar about those drums? Uh, no, do you? I just had a feeling. I can't put my finger on it. No, it's nothing, I'm sure. I wish that operator would call back. Of course, you're getting jumpy. How about a little snack before going to bed? Hmm? Cheese and crackers and some warm milk. You'll sleep better. Oh, I don't mind if I do. I am feeling a little hungry. Well, let's raid the icebox. Come right. on into the kitchen. All right, will you? Uh-oh, no, wait. That's your call. Yes. Hello? Yes. What? Oh, I see. No, no, don't bother. All right, good night. Uh, what, uh, what is it, Kent? The operator says no one answers at the ranch. Funny? Oh, no. They're probably all joining in the hunt for Rawson. Yeah, probably. Very strange, those drums beating out there. Well, what about them, Kent? I don't know exactly. It's just that they give me a sort of peculiar feeling. Oh, nonsense. You've been through such an exciting time during these past few weeks, you're all unnerved. Unnerved? Me? Yes. Oh, yes, yes, I suppose there may be something to that. I mean, it's odd. I, I don't know. I've just got a feeling those drums are trying to say something to me, and I can't understand what it is. Oh, of course you can. I certainly don't see why you'd want to. Come on into the kitchen and have some cheese and crackers and milk. You'll sleep better for it, Kent. Oh, excuse me, those drums. I guess I'm just imagining things. All right, Doctor, lead the way to the kitchen and watch me eat you out of house and home. But Superman is not imagining things. Those drums, the ceremonial drums of the Comanche tribe, are calling to him for help. Calling for him to aid his friends Comanche Joe and Tumbleweed Jones. Yes, and Rawson, too. Be sure to hear the next thrill-packed episode of our exciting story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.